Do you love Oculus Quest Cast and want to know how you can support the show? Please visit anchor.fm forward slash Oculus Quest Cast forward slash support to learn how you can become a supporter today for as little as a dollar. Thank you. Welcome back to another fine episode of Oculus Quest Cast. This is episode 10. Listening to this, thank you. Welcome back. We're glad to have you. We've got some stuff to go over. It's some pretty awesome stuff. We've got some emails to read. We've got some news to cover. New games to look into. We've got some products to discuss. We're doing a spotlight on Arizona Sunshine and East Spire One and Battle Wake. Plus, I'm gonna give a very brief but very expected review of Beat Saber coming at you. Welcome back, Questers. I hope you had a great 4th of July weekend, if you celebrate, which most of you do. I had a pretty crazy weekend, a freak storm right before fireworks. We spent all day long at a an amusement park called Lagoon, and Saturday was my day of recovery. That was, uh, it took a lot out of me. But... First first up, I got some emails to go over. Let's uh, do that right now. I got an email from a person named Nick, and he is actually the production manager of eSpire 1. Now, I won't go into every single detail here, but he thanks me for reaching out, and he apologizes for the delayed response, but, you know... Of course, they're getting ready to launch Espire 1, which is their first title, and I'm going to cover that in a little bit. But the good news is um, he said that they would be happy to do an interview. So I am working out the details with him now, and we will be doing an interview with the developer of Espire 1. I know they have a couple of crazy weeks ahead, but we will get that to you as soon as possible. So, awesome. Glad to receive that email. That was a really great email. Looks like uh, I got another email also from Shiloh. Uh, again, and Shiloh, here we go. He, he titles it Dodgeball? Question mark, VR? Question mark. He said, hello, JNS, or maybe JQuest. Anyways, I was watching the Dodgeball movie. Halfway through it, I was thinking, how cool will it be to do a Dodgeball game? I mean, if Rocket Racket game is popular, why not Dodgeball? I don't know. Just thinking of something different. I would make it but I'm not a game designer. Also, the podcast keeps getting better. It's good you listen to advice and not be offended by it. Meh, I don't really have time to be offended. If somebody can do it better and more efficiently, I'm going to listen. Okay, uh, he said, so bravo to you even trying it. I don't listen to your show on iTunes, but on Playapod. I, I had to look that up. I had no idea what that was. So I can't rate it yet, but I'm spreading the word. Thanks for your time in putting this podcast together for us VR enthusiasts. Shiloh. And by the way, I'm not a girl either. Never met a guy named Shiloh, though. Also, even more dogs named Shiloh. So there's that too, and I'm not a dog, by the way. Well, thank you for clearing that up for us, Shiloh. Another shout out to you. Uh, yeah, so moving right along, I'm just gonna flow. I, I was doing some research on some new games, and I came across a game, and I have to pause because I have no idea what to make of this game. Um, this game, if you've seen a video, I got notified of it, uh via YouTube. It's called Dog Core, and that's C-O-R-P. And I looked at this game. I watched the video. First of all, I have no idea what I'm watching when I'm looking at this video. Um, but if you go to the link that I will provide to you via the show notes, you can actually download this game right now. You can sideload it directly into your Oculus Quest, 
If you do that, please tell me what you think of it, and please tell me if you can make any sense of it. But go to YouTube and look up DogCore. Look up DogCore VR release trailer. Um, here's a bit of a description that Handley Shelton, which I'm guessing is the developer of this game, gives. Um, basically, if you go to his itch.io, you can see these all these buttons that say download now. It says name your own price. It's potentially a free game. He says right now, warning, this game requires a minimum space of 3 by 3 meters. I'm guessing that's 9 feet by 9 feet. Okay, this game is for the Oculus Quest. Support me, he gives a link. To be clear, it will be completely free at launch on the 6th. It doesn't say of the 6th of when, just the 6th. I'm guessing the 6th of July, because that's when I got notified of this game. It says, description, this VR game is built from the ground up from the Oculus for the Oculus Quest. In this new VR game, you will blast your way through dog core with a straightforward goal in mind. To get your dog back. He was taken, and it's up to you as his owner to bring him home safely, but they won't go down without a fight. This game also features an incredibly unique one-on-one real-world movement system for enhanced immersion. Quote, uh, parentheses, walk around. If you are having problems with the game not matching your space correctly, make sure you are in the middle of your play space when starting the game. There's more information. You can leave comments. It was uploaded a day ago. I so I watched the trailer for this game Dog Core and read that description also on on YouTube about the goal of the game is to get your dog back. Well, Handley Shelton, props to you for making a game. Um I will say this though and it, it's nothing it says nothing about your ability to make games or your artistic direction. I can see why you are releasing it via sideloading and not through Oculus Quest. It's the quality is just not something that Oculus would approve of. And I'm going by gameplay quality. I'm going by visual quality. It doesn't look like a completed volume of work. And you know, I understand wanting to get something out there. You you're releasing it for free. Maybe it's a project you made. That's great. That's awesome. Keep doing what you're doing, and eventually you're gonna get where you want to be. But I will say this: this game looks like it's going to be a buggy buggy ride, and I like my rides bug free or as as close as they can be. But yeah, there's no way this is going through the Oculus Store officially. I checked; it's not there. There's no there's no timeline of release that I could foreseeably see. So, yeah, um, this will be a pass for now if you come back, Hanley, and this game actually gets improvements uh, visually, gameplay-wise. When I visually can't even understand what I'm looking at, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's time to get some help. I just popped my fingers. Time to get some help. Or, uh, you know, time to move on. But, yeah. Uh, The next game I wanted to talk about is called Ninja Legends. And this game is being released by Coinflip Studios. Um, Looks like it is getting early access next week on Steam, but Oculus Quest support is coming. Now, there's an article on VRFocus.com. I'll just quickly go through this here. It says, for those that want to be... A bad a ninja in virtual reality. There are a couple of titles that fix the that fit the bill. At the moment, the most notable is Mixed Realms Sirento VR, which we did an interview of that, which was pretty awesome. 
Uh, it arrived on PlayStation VR today, and that was last Friday, I believe. And Oculus Quest last month. Next week, however, CoinFlip Studios brings its brutal katana-swinging experience Ninja Legends onto, exti- onto Steam Early Access. You know, they're coining it as a mix-up between Fruit Ninja and Gorn. It takes place in feudal Japan. You're trying to re... Um, retrieve the shadow scrolls that were stolen. Um, you're going through swarms of enemies. Looks like you can dual wield some katanas here, which is awesome. Um, not just katanas, you can do staves, gauntlets, naginata, which is a pole with a blade at the end, Oda, odachi, and wakazashi, and even claws. Uh, the claws, yeah, to f- kind of feel like Wolverine, that would be pretty sweet. It looks like you also have some shadow skill abilities like bow and arrow, shadow step, energy blast, and chain dart. Um, looks like the early access version is going to have 18 levels, 4 difficulty modes, some boss battles, unlockable secret modes, and daily challenges. Um, they want it to... Oh. Looks like the studio is going to leave early access up for about 6-12 to 12 months. I wonder if they're going to do that for the Oculus as well. I mean for the Quest. Yeah, so it's out July 11th on Steam, and then August for Oculus Quest. If you go to vrfocus.com, the article is titled Ninja Legend Slices onto Steam Early Access Next Week. Oculus Quest support coming soon. If you want to check it out, there's some videos you can watch too. This game looks pretty cool. Um, I don't know if it looks cooler than Sirento because Sirento looks pretty awesome. And as soon as I have my 15 bones to slap down on some Sirento, you know what I'm going to be doing. Okay, there is a product that I found in my own research for my own Oculus Quest to kind of, what's the word I'm looking for, expand on my experience. I've been playing more Beat Saber than I (laughs) would like to admit to, because it, it really is an awesome game, and I really do feel like a Jedi chopping blocks. But I wanted to know if there was a way that I could get the sound from my headset either to my computer so I can record myself doing videos or if if I could hook it up to this wireless portable speaker that I have that puts out amazing sound. I won't tell you which one because it's a big conglomerate who makes it and if they want me to mention their name on here they better come and sponsor me. But um, I'm going to be including the link to this device that I found. It's called a mini Bluetooth receiver. It is Basically, I went to Amazon and I searched wireless aux cable, and this device came up. And essentially, it is a wireless aux cable. You have two ends. You have a receiving end and a transmitting end. I would put the transmitting end into my Oculus Quest, the receiving end into this portable speaker. Uh, It's charged via rechargeable battery, and it connects via Bluetooth. And the price is it's only $13.99. The reviews are pretty great. Again, check out the link if you want to try it out and give me a product review. I am going to be setting up uh, specialty links through Amazon. So if you guys ever click on any of the merchandise that I will be describing on this show, then I will get a cut of that via Amazon. So yeah, always click on my link if, if you feel like this is uh, a product that you would like, but it's $13.99. It's basically a wireless aux cable and the sound goes via Bluetooth from the headset to wherever the receiving end is. I can't wait to try it and give you a full review 
But if somebody can beat me to the punch, uh, go ahead and check it out. See if it's something that would work for you. I'm just trying to be as cable-free as I possibly can be. All right. So there's my product recommendations. Next, I want to move on into some of the spotlighting that I have planned. And the first one is for Arizona Sunshine. So let's get right to it. But before we do, how about a quick word from some sponsors? If any of you out there are like me, you are new to VR and you have never had the opportunity to play Arizona Sunshine. I personally have not. It has been out for a couple of years though, and it looks like currently it's available for other Oculus platforms, the PlayStation 4, Steam, and the Windows Store. And Arizona Sunshine is basically going to be a zombie apocalypse game. I am trying really hard to not say essentially because I listened to a few previous episodes and I'm like, oh my gosh, I am keeping count of how many times I say essentially and I need to knock it off. I have a much deeper vernacular than that word. (laughs) So moving on, Arizona Sunshine, it is... A zombie apocalypse game. Let me read for you what it says on Vertigo Games, who is the developer, what it says on their website about Arizona Sunshine. It says, virtual reality means the zombie apocalypse. Arizona Sunshine is a first-person shooter built exclusively for VR that immerses you in a post-apocalyptic southwestern America overrun by zombies. Ooh, it's a super original story. Whoop. When you hear... A flash of a human voice on the radio, your hope surges. There are survivors out there in the blistering heat of the post-apocalyptic Grand Canyon state. Armed with little more than your motion-controlled weapons and the scarce ammo and consumables you find along the way, you need to navigate the hordes of zombies coming for your brain in your desperate search for human contact. And they go on to say that it's been developed from the ground up for the HTC Vive and uh, Oculus platforms. It puts you in the midst of a zombie apocalypse. You get to handle weapons with real-life movements, freely explore Explore this post-apocalyptic world, put your survival skills to test, uh, put the undead back to rest is more thrilling than ever, or putting them back to death. So it goes over real-life weapon handling, there's a full-size campaign, there's a full-size campaign, Uh, looks like it's built into bite-sized VR chunks, these are their descriptors, not mine. Um, There's a full narrative, allows you to jump in for short sessions or stay for a complete ride. You have free exploration. It's immersive. You can scavenge the environment. You can loot zombies. That's awesome. (laughs) Manage your ammo and consumables in a battle for survival. Uh, There's a co-op multiplayer. I have seen some videos of co-op multiplayer for this game. Looks pretty awesome. Unprecedented VR realism. Well, that might be scaled down a bit for the quest but it says right here when it's powered by an intel core i7 processor or equivalent arizona sunshine brings unprecedented realism to vr gaming with zombie mutilation destructible environments and an overall cinematic and immersive experience i wonder if any of those have been scaled back i'm guessing so for our mobile experience which is fine and it's only a vr game now they have That's the Vertigo Games website. There is an Arizona Sunshine website as well. Looks like um, they. It looks like (laughs) an indie film here. There's like three different awards. 
Um, yeah, it just gives you features of the game. You can step into uh, the midst of a zombie apocalypse. And it says, essentially, ah, I caught myself. And it says pretty much the same information that I found on the Vertigo Games website right here on Arizona sunshine.com full-size campaign you can join forces with a friend and co-op um there's three maps solo or with up to four players as you fend off hordes there's free exploration there's many different weapons there's downloadable content and you can go to the bottom enter your email what country you live in say that you're older than 18 and subscribe to their email list now arizona sunshine looks like it would be so far at least the most immersive zombie game experience but i think there's some competition with the walking dead onslaught coming out made by survives i hope i'm saying that right um i'll have to ask them one day exactly how that's said uh but what do you guys think about arizona sunshine are, are you guys zombie shooter players is this the kind of stuff that you're looking forward to have you played this game already and it just doesn't interest you on the quest what are your thoughts what are your feelings what are your emotions let's get to the root of where all of your issues start <laughs> look i know i'm not a therapist <laughs> I had to mess with my pop filter there it popped me right in the nose um <laughs> But yeah, if you want to share your thoughts, your feelings, hit me up, OculusQuestCast at gmail.com. You can go to Twitter at OculusQuestCast. You can go to Snapchat at OculusQuestCast. You can go to Instagram at OfficialQuestCast and, and tell me how you feel. And I've, I've received, uh, there was um, Michael Dardent who tagged me in a video on Instagram or tagged Oculus Questcast. I was really appreciative of that. There was somebody on Facebook that said, Hey, I've been listening. It's getting really good. I'm here. And I appreciate you guys. I believe that the guy's name was Joe. Way to go, Joe. Uh, so yeah, hit me up on those platforms. And also, if you're a fan of the show, you want to see more and more content come out uh, at a much more rapid pace, go to anchor.fm forward slash oculus quest cast forward slash support to learn how you can support the show for as little as a dollar also i will be starting a patreon soon basically this is a listener ran show i get content from you guys i bring it to you in a nice little package and you have every right and ability to consume that if there's something i can do better i love I love getting feedback. I love on what I can improve on and hearing that from you guys. So thank you so much for that. No, I am not stalling for time. Base, I, I can't switch out essentially with basically. I can't do that. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to eSpire 1. Now, before I knew that I was going to be getting an email back from the product manager of eSpire 1, I put together... Some some information, my own press kit, if you will. Espire One is developed by an Australian development studio called Digital Load. They are published by Tripwire. This is Digital Load's, like I said, first title. It is their first title. I remember saying that 
if they're comparing themselves to Metal Gear Solid, they have a high standard to live up to. I still believe that 100%. But learning a little bit more about who you are in the game and how it works and what the purpose and the intent is, I'm intrigued. You play as a remote drone operator and you jack into this remote drone person thing and then you start seeing from that drone's point of view, which is awesome. And it it takes place sometime in the future. It's a first-person tactical shooter. There are six campaign missions. They are boasting four to six hours of gameplay. There are 25 virtual challenges. And the purpose of that is if you want to play a longer session of gaming that's where the campaign missions come in if you have a short amount of time to play that's where the 25 virtual challenges come in there's something for everybody here that was a really smart move on digital loads part now the gameplay allows you to use stealth as an option or you can go in guns blazing it's it's your choice i love the freedom of that because sometimes i really love the stealth aspect of games especially metal gear but sometimes you're just like okay this guard is not turning the way I want him to do, so I'm just going to have to hose this fool with a maelstrom of bullets. Okay, so <laughs> there you go. You assume the role of an Espire agent. You're remotely controlling the drone agent. That's so awesome, and that's intriguing because I feel like that will leave this game open for story elements, and I can't wait to see what those are. Um, you jump from the operator's perspective of the remote perspe- to the remote perspective of jacking into the drone. The game features voice control. Now, what I mean by that is you can sneak up behind enemies and say freeze in your own voice. And the microphone in the quest will pick that up and the game will respond. So the guy will throw his hands up or a guard will throw his hands up after you say freeze. That is awesome. I love that. Remember that? What was that game called? There was a game on PlayStation 2 that came with a microphone, and it was controlled primarily the whole game. And you're on some spaceship, and it's like a horror game. If, if you know the name of that game, hit me up. I, I can't remember what it is. I'm going to go research it if you don't get to it before I do. But uh, <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. And that game was hit or miss, if you know what I mean. Which is fine, but I'm pretty sure that voice control has come a long way since the technology of PlayStation 2. Okay, and there are other features, such as vision options to see through walls or detect weapons. This reminds me of the detective vision in the Batman Arkham games, which was a really awesome feature. There's also options to slow down time. You can climb any metallic surface. You have hand cams, which you can deploy and they can see around corners, they can mark enemy locations, you can scan in an area for any intel that that is available. You can also throw them and they turn into sticky cams, attaching themselves to walls, um, the backs of enemies, whatever, and they emit a high frequency to attract enemies, to lure them away from where you want to go. I love I love that. That sounds like an awesome feature. Uh, the focus of the game is long-form story-driven content missions and shorter challenges, like I said previously. So if you're in a hurry, you have shorter challenges to complete, 25 virtual challenges to be exact. And if you have some time to spend on a game, you have six campaign story-driven missions you can play. Straight from the developer, aside from prop count and some graphical differences, the game on the Quest will be the same as it is on a PC-driven VR, they say one-to-one which means it'll be a nearly identical game with the exception of the amount of objects you're going to be seeing um, 
through the quest lens. The idea for this game came about after one of the developers heard a question asked on Upload VR about why there are no realistic stealth games for VR. And that was in 2016, and they have been working on this since. So this game has been in development for some three years. That, I, I love that. I love that this game has some shelf life and it's coming out the same time everywhere. I cannot wait to pick this game up. I cannot wait to speak more in depth with eSpire's developers, Digital Load, and do an interview and get my questions ready and have them respond. And one of the biggest things I want them to do is is have an open form to reach out to you guys so you can kind of know what their intent is for you to enjoy the game. When that happens, I'll let you know, of course. All right. So now I'm going to speak a little bit about Battlewake. There was an update on information from Battlewake this past week. In fact, on the 4th of July, they released a production update. And it was released by Lauren Irvine, who works there. I heard it pronounced Servios, but I said Servios. It sounds pretty cool. It sounds like something that either goes in my car or a sound system that I can buy for my house. I don't know. I can't wait to, for them to correct me on that. But it's titled Introducing Battlewake's Pirate Lords. Now it says, with the Battlewake closed beta surging ever closer. So the, the beta for this game is about to start. And there's a link in this article that says be sure to sign up it's time to enter that most esteemed of havens aboard a ship the captain's quarters and introduce those in command of battlewig superpowered vessels the four pirate lords imbued with unique magics and unrivaled seafaring prowess are fierce elemental forces driven by the call of the mysterious boatman now this this article is on survivors's website they have the ceo and creative director james elif talking here he said we wanted to do something very special for battle week many of us at Servios are massive fans of anime ah ding 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 and what better way to voice our illustrious characters than with an illustrious cast from our favorite shows Ooh, that sounds intriguing um oh cco not coo my mistake um he's speaking of course on the vision for Battlewake's heroes uh, with this wide variety of personalities fantasy and culture our four pirate lords and their domineering demon master which is the boatman are going to be a huge treat for pirate fans and anime fans alike now they're going on to say right here that they've pulled people from anime such as one piece full metal alchemist dragon ball if that is not intriguing to you I don't know what is. Those are some pretty awesome animes. I've seen a good amount of Dragon Ball. I have not seen very much of One Piece of Full Metal Alchemist, but those are both on my list to get started. It's just, you know, when you're forced to be an adult, when do you really have time for this? You have to make time, and you don't really have much time to make. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, James goes on to say, When I approached to cast and voice direct Battlewake, my immediate thought was, if we're going to do a pirate game, we better get the voices of some real pirates. So they went after some One Piece characters. And here, here you go. These are the pirate lords and who is going to be voicing them. And if some of these are some of your favorite voices from some of your favorite animes, well then it's definitely a treat for you now, isn't it? Okay, Diego the Dreaded is the first pirate they announce and in this article, they have uh, the option to hear a clip of each pirate's voice. So Diego the Dreaded, they have a brief description here. It says, as charismatic as he is ruthless, Diego sweeps his enemies away with a powerful maelstrom. Hey, I said maelstrom earlier. I wonder if that was 
subliminally attached to the to the firing electrons of my mind. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, Diego is voiced by Eric Vale, who plays Sanji on One Piece and Trunks in Dragon Ball. And I'm just going to play this right off my phone. This is what his voice sounds like right here. Here we go. Hat stolen. Boat stolen. Charm? Now that's all, Diego. Okay, Diego. The next is Rev the Relentless. Transformed by her fanatical devotion to the Drowned One, she looks like Davy Jones. Rev summons forth a gargantuan kraken. Oh, and she can summon a kraken. That's awesome. She is voiced by Brina Palencia, who is Tony Tony Chopper of One Piece, and V. Greythorn of Case Closed. This is her voice clip right here. Their souls wash back to the fold. Drop by drop. Okay, the next is Calavera the Undying. He, he's essentially a skeleton. Back from the dead with a bone to pick, the legendary Calavera impales his enemies on razor-sharp bone spikes. He is voiced by Christopher Sabat, who plays Roronoa Zero of One Piece. Also, Vegeta of Dragon Ball Z, who literally has one of the best voices in anime. And Alex Armstrong of Full Metal Alchemist. Here's what his clip sounds like. Ye don't scare me. I've spat in death's face. You're nothing. He's got a very motivational presence there. Uh, Zhang the Man- Magnificent. This looks just like a monkey lady. Uh, the regal and immortal commander of the feared Jade Fleet. Zhang commands a devastating tsunami. Voiced by Colleen Clickenbeard. <laughs> well, Clickenbeard sounds like a pirate, so I guess she fits right in. Uh, she's the voice of young Goku and Gohan and for Dragon Ball Z Kai. She's also Riza Hawkeye and Full Metal Alchemist. Here's her clip right here. I keep tap, tapping this pop filter. Here's her voice right here. Every sword bathed in the ocean's mist shall rust eventually. And finally, we get to Andromalius, the Boatman. The pirate lords answer the call of the mystical boatman Andromalius, who promises them an eternity of riches should they take up his quest. He is voiced by Sunny Strait, who plays Usopp in One Piece, and Krillin in Dragon Ball Z. Krillin! Death comes for us all. (laughs) Kind of sounds like Mr. Krabs to me. Okay, well, if that is intriguing you to take a closer look at Battlewake, I am uh, I'm glad to be a part of that journey for you. And finally, let's get to the review of Beat Saber. Now, I know what you're thinking. Really? Are you really going to review Beat Saber? Is, is that what you're going to do? It's going to be super brief because I'm already past about 30 minutes here. I try to keep it around 30 minutes. Sometimes I go over, sometimes I go underneath, but... It averages out, right? The law of averages suggests that it's going to be fine, and I'm going to have to go back and do some editing anyways. So, without further ado, my review my review for Beat Saber. Get the game. You are going to play it with friends. You're going to watch them play it. You're going to watch them fail miserably. You're going to watch yourself get better and better, and it's fun. It's immersive. You're right there in it. You can play 360 mode, which means blocks are coming at you from any direction. If you feel like you're really not that good at it, good at it at the beat games you can change it to where the blocks won't have to have a certain arrow or a certain direction of hitting it you can hit it from any direction until you get good you can go one-handed you can do two-handed 
there are multiple third-party accessories or essentially handles that you can buy 3D printed off of Etsy that you can use to further stabilize the touch controllers to play this game. It is fun. It is, it's not my cup of tea or normally what I, I would think that. And my wife, who is a non-gamer, who I allowed her to try the demo, which which I have already said, well, she's like, get the game. We've got the game. We, we play it. It's something that we connect with. And it's fun. And it's fun to see her really into something that I truly enjoy. It, it brings people together. It, it is a peacemaker. It is a bridge to awesomeness. So Beat Saber, I don't really need to give it a number rating. It's just a game that you need to play. You can play it with friends. You can play it with family and everybody's going to have a good time. And that to me is a mark of a great game, a must buy. It's $30. You have you have music packs that you can buy afterwards or you can buy it for $39.99 with um, other packs. You can sideload packs, whatever you want to do. You know, that's your business, not mine, but get the game. And that is my review for Beat Saber. That is episode 10. I am so glad that you guys were on board this journey with me. I'm so glad you listened to this show. I love hearing from you guys. I love your feedback. Support me on Anchor. If you really love the show and you want to see more content come at a much more frequent pace, go on anchor.fm forward slash Oculus Quest forward slash support. Support the show. Uh, if you can't do it monetarily, tell, tell some friends about it. Tell friends that have an interest in VR and want to know more about it. I try to be as comprehensive as I possibly can. And the feedback I'm getting from a lot of people, it it really touches me. And I'm, I'm so grateful for you guys. I'm grateful that you're there listening. I'm grateful that I can bring something to you and you can get something from it. And I get a lot from you guys. So thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Keep questing, questers. Tell me how it is out there. Tell me what you're playing. Tell me what your favorite thing about Oculus Quest is. Tell me what you hate. Tell me what they can do better. We have a voice. We can make it known. We can make it heard. Love you guys. Keep on questing, questers.